Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. No Black Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Dope Black Dads podcast. I'm your host, Lewis Howell, and I am excited to bring you this particular topic today. The importance of finding community, especially for black fathers. Listen, let's be real. Let's be real. And you're going to hear me say this many times. I've probably said it many times already. There is genuinely no handbook for parenting. There's no handbook. There's no guidebook. There's no, this is exactly how it's supposed to be done. There's no, this is parenting for dummies. There's no, here's the step, that 10 step guide, step by step for how you go about becoming a great parent, becoming a great father. And that's the truth for the matter. So beyond just the idea of knowing that you have the responsibility to nurture a child that you and somebody else have brought into the world, beyond just knowing there's a responsibility to nurture that child, develop that child, help prepare them for adulthood, help prepare them for the independence and interdependence that comes with being a citizen in this world. You've also got the fact that on that journey, you're going to go through things. You're going to get challenged with things. You're not going to be sure of things. You're not going to have the answer to every question. So how does being a part of a community, being around other fathers really help you on that journey? So today, what we want to explore is the fact that this is a personal journey and all of our individual experiences really are going to be different, but we need to appreciate that there is a sense of belonging, empowerment, support that comes from being part of a community, a community of other fathers, but also being able to tap into other family dynamics, the systems that other families use, some of the, you know, potential habits and rituals that other families have and other fathers have that really help them on their journey, which may not all work for you. But at least being in and amongst these communities creates opportunity for you to develop as a father. So for me personally, I was quite intentional. You know, I, I'm a volunteer of a charity called 100 Black Men of London. Um, so I'm a member and I've been a member since 2017. And when I joined, I didn't have children. And it's funny because a lot of people would ask me, like, what do you want to get out of the 100? And they'd often talk about things to do with, you know, skill development, professional development, personal development, and said humbly, I'll be real, like, I was already very invested in my own personal and professional development and didn't necessarily feel that the 100 was stretching me in that area because that was stuff I was already working on. And, you know, even specific to the work we do, mentoring young people and stuff like that, you know, professionally, I also do a lot of that already. So it wasn't necessarily that, but what it was was being in and amongst a community of other men 
a large percentage of which were fathers. And just hearing, how do they talk about fatherhood? You know, how do they talk about family? How do they talk about the challenges they're facing with their children, the benefits they're getting, the, the, the positives, the highlights, the memories that are being created? And I kind of wanted to be around it for that purpose because I said, I have no intention of becoming a parent very soon, but I know at some point that they will come. And actually being in and amongst this environment is really helpful, but also then by being a part of the 100, because we've got amazing women that also volunteer with the organization, I'm hearing from mothers. What things do they find helpful that their partners may do in terms of helping to parent the children? What things do they find are not so helpful? Where would they have needed more? Where do they feel they're getting even more than they expected? What's helping in terms of certain dynamics when raising their children? So for me, being a part of that particular community has been priceless, invaluable because of the amount of shared experiences that come up. And sometimes it's intentional, sometimes it's not. But one of the things I love is every year we always do, um, you know, and we're recording this, of course, in June, of which Father's Day lands here in the UK. But, and actually also, I think it might be the same in, in, in other parts of the world, even stateside. But effectively, we're recording this in June when we have Father's Day. And, and that's one of the things I used to love about the 100 and still love now is, you know, we always do an event called Quality Time on the weekend of Father's Day, either on the day itself or on the Saturday. And I would always go, knowing I'm not bringing my children there. And yes, the whole point is that it's an opportunity for children, the children that come to the 100 who may or may not have fathers in their lives to be in and amongst a, a community of, of black men who can go about just, you know, almost saying, I know I'm not your father, but don't worry, you've got positive male role models in and amongst your life, people who've got you and care about you. And I used to love going to those because there was just something about those particular events where it was almost, because we were so intentional about saying, this is about fatherhood, the conversations are different. You're seeing also those men who have come to the 100 and just always volunteered their time, but maybe never brought their children. They're bringing their children now. How do their children respect them, see them, relate to them, communicate with them? And it's powerful. Because let's be honest, parenting a black child in, let's say, for example, the UK, because I can only speak to my experience, as a black man, is different. It's different from a cultural identity standpoint. It's different because we know that we live in a system that has consistently oppressed our race. So how do I, how do people navigate that? Is there a victim mentality all the time? Are we empowering? Are we going from victim to victor? What does that look like? You know, so being able to embrace that, you know, what are people doing in terms of appreciating that there is a lack of understanding sometimes around some of the um, cultural heritage we have, you know, some of the norms, traditions, customs that come with some of our heritage. We know there's a lack of appreciation and understanding for that over here. So what are other fathers doing in terms of still trying to instill that in their children? But to what extent do they ever cause their children to suppress that? Do they almost expect their children to align more to some of the cultural norms that exist in a, you know, let's say, for example, white majority population? What do fathers do around that? If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And also, where are other fathers and families creating support systems for themselves and their child because they know they can't do it all on their own. Ah, oh, interesting. This person leans more on the godfather. Ah, oh, this person leans more on the uncle or the auntie. Ah, oh, this person leans more on grandparents. Ah, oh, this person leans more on like childhood friends they've grown up with that have children similar age to them. Ah, oh, this person creates opportunities to just meet up with those particular childhood friends or family members away from the kids in order to just go for meals and go for weekends. And therefore they have the opportunity to just share with one another, offload, engage. Ah, oh, interesting. Didn't even think of that. Okay, right. So they need that. But then on top of that, what you're able to do when you're a part of these kinds of communities is you start to realize how when people are going through challenges, they don't have to operate on in isolation. Suddenly people have tools that they may have used to advocate for themselves, to advocate for their children, to advocate for their families that start being shared. You know, one of the things I love about the 100 and the fact that we have this parent in um, group that we also run, it's called Parents in Partnership, is I'm seeing parents go, yeah, my child was facing this challenge at school. Someone gave me this letter template to write to the school and it actually changed the dynamic because I was able to have this meeting and have these specific um, expectations off the back of the meeting. And it all came from this tool that this person shared with me and suddenly they're sharing it with others. And you see fathers doing that, mothers doing that, you start going, wow, that's powerful. Or yeah, you know, like my child was really struggling with confidence and I wasn't sure how to. And then someone says, yeah, well, actually, you know what I did is I took them here or we started doing this together or I carved out time on this day and we started. Now suddenly, children are being empowered. Or you find out that actually there are certain, you know, policies or expectations or, you know, potential systems that we feel are getting in the way of our children thriving. 
or don't necessarily align with our values that may come through education or other institutions within society. And now suddenly you've got parents coming together to advocate with and for one another. We're stronger in numbers. You know what I'm saying? But if you're not a part of these communities, how can you advocate for and seek to potentially challenge, overcome, transform systems, policies and institutions that may affect your child's experience if you're not a part of those communities? Because your voice alone, you might feel is not going to do anything when you're a part of a community, suddenly the community's voice is stronger. So all of this is powerful, but then beyond that as well, let's be honest, as I said before, we go through things as fathers, as parents, we go through things, trying to navigate this whole new experience. And I say new, I appreciate some people might have two, three, four children, but it's new for each child. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, you've got some things that you can take from the experience of having raised one or two or three children even before, but it is new for each child. Every child's going to be different. So how do you use the community to balance your own emotional support, your own emotional well-being? And the beautiful thing about being part of these communities is you really can build genuine friendships with people. Because think about it, like friendships are built, relationships are built when we feel that there's genuine mutualism, right? Like, you know, you're able to give, you're able to receive. Someone being willing to put the development and empowerment of your child as a priority in their own life, whilst they're raising their own children, they're thinking about yours, they're thinking about things that will help you to parent. That build, that can build a deep friendship because you think, wow, that's, that's, that's so loving. Like, that's so beautiful that you see my child as a priority alongside your own. So it's powerful. One of the final things I wanted to kind of talk about today and share today is by being part of these communities, you really can make generational impact. You know, I'm not trying to paint us all with the same brush. And I do, I would like to think that, you know, this is the minority, however small or big of a minority, but this is the minority in a lot of our family dynamics. But, you know, some of us are coming from families where there have been some really challenging situations that have occurred, occurred. Some families may have felt fragmented as a result of those, may not have been as united as a result of those. And it's real. We know, we see it amongst one another, amongst our community. But by choosing to be a part of a positive, supporting, loving, empowering community of parents, a community of fathers, we can start to break some of those things that generationally have been issues and say, actually, well, what do I want generations to look like going forwards? What, what, what's the direction that I want my children to be able to take? Because as we know, your ceiling is your children's floor. Let me say that again. Your ceiling is the floor that your children will stand on. So how high you take that, the strength of that ceiling, the reinforcement it has, you know, even the surface that it's made from, if we was to build into the analogy even deeper, you know, if it's too slippery a surface, they're going to slip and fall. But if it's the right kind of surface, it could be a springboard. It could ground them, could provide that grip that's needed in order for them to be able to say, I'm now going to make my movement. So being part of these communities allows us to think about the kind of legacy we do want to create through the self-education that we put into our children, the dialogue and discourse we have with our children, the experiences we create with them and for them. And that is how you create generational transformation. So in closing, ask yourself, either what community are you part of now as a parent, as a father, or what communities can you find in order to become a part of? 
because honestly there is priceless priceless value in being part of a community as a father in terms of what it will do for your development your child's development your family's development and with that being said this has been another episode of the dope black dads podcast i've been your host lewis howell and i'll see you on the next one dope black podcast 